Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about monogamy and infidelity. You know, the holiday season is coming up and one of the things you're probably wondering about if you're in a relationship is what to get your significant other for Christmas. Especially if you're a guy, right? I mean, we all know how hard it can be to shop for women. What are you supposed to get your girlfriend or wife? Some sort of scented candle, a bath, body lotion type of thing, something pink? Who can say? Well, according to at least one writer, the answer is simple. Save yourself the headache of shopping entirely and just get your wife a cheat pass. As The Telegraph recently tweeted out, quote, This Christmas, give your wife something she really wants. Something truly exciting. A cheat pass. And attached to that tweet, which by the way received a glorious ratio, was one of the Telegraph's articles. And I know sometimes articles can have really clickbaity headlines that don't actually reflect the content of the article, but in this case, trust me, I read the entire thing and they really are advocating men let their wives cheat on them for Christmas. So in this episode, we're gonna be dissecting all of that craziness. But first, I have a quick message from our exciting new sponsor, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned and operated premium small batch roast-to-order coffee company for people who love America. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world and always roast-to-order their coffees for you after you've placed your order to make sure you get the freshest coffee available. If you like coffee and you're already buying it, why not support a brand that shares your values and your love for the country? And the best way to enjoy their coffee is to sign up for the Black Rifle Coffee Club. You get discounted prices on your club orders, free shipping, and if you use my discount code Lauren, you receive an additional 20% off your first order. That's an amazing deal. Plus, if you order coffee in the month of November, Black Rifle will send a bag of their limited time offer holiday roast to troops overseas to be delivered by Christmas. Wake up to America's coffee by going to blackriflecoffee.com Lauren and enter the discount code Lauren to receive 20% off your first order of any coffee products, including Black Rifle Coffee Club. But now, back to the worst article I've read in quite a long time, which considering that really a large part of my job is just reading bad articles, is quite the feat. As Rosa Silverman writes in the article Why Men Should Give Their Wives a Cheap Pass This Christmas, quote, Wednesday Martin, whose latest book Untrue explores why nearly everything we believe about women and lust and infidelity is wrong is not being flippant. We now know long-term relationships are harder on female desire than they are on male desire, she says. Many experts now believe monogamy is a tighter fit for women than men. This Christmas, give your wife something she really wants, something truly exciting, a hall pass. Yes, this article and the author and book it references really are advocating for men to let their wives cheat on them. And I have just so much to say about that. First off, what I find very interesting and frankly very telling is that throughout the entire article, the author only lobbies for women being able to cheat, not men. She even tries to use science to explain why women, more so than men, should be able to cheat, which at the very least is a pretty novel way to excuse some crappy behavior. Hey, honey, look, I know we entered into this relationship with the understanding that I wouldn't sleep with anyone else, but I really, I really think you should take a look at some of these studies. Yeah. What's that? Oh, no, no way. <laughs> yeah, you still need to only sleep with me. 
obviously. Martin says, quote, in one study, men's desire tapered off slowly over seven years, whereas female desire plunged in the first one to four years. We might have said before, oh well, that's because women like sex less than men do, but now the new data are helping us understand it's not that women like sex less than men do, it's that men are better at wanting what they already have, and women struggle more with the same old familiar partner over and over. I find it amusing that Martin argues that women, not men, should be able to cheat because this one study says that women's sexuality is less suited to monogamy than men's sexuality when literally every other study says the exact opposite. As Raj Persaud and Peter Bruggen, both MDs, wrote for Psychology Today, quote, a recent British survey found women recorded an average of eight opposite-sex sexual partners over their lifetime, while men reported 12. But the survey also found 22% of women and 14% of men reported having only one sexual partner in their lifetime. They continue that, quote, Heather Morton and Dr. Boris Gorzalka report that when asked about fantasizing about someone other than their current sexual partner in the past two months, 98% of men and 80% of women reported having had such a fantasy. Research like this suggests that a large proportion of men and women may experience a desire to engage in sexual activity with novel partners. However, this appears to be more common in men. And finally, it's noted that, quote, men were found in one study to have a greater increase in sexual arousal in response to different actors engaging in the same erotic activity, whereas women had a greater increase in sexual arousal to the same actors engaging in different activities. Don't get me wrong, saying, science says my gender is attracted to many people, therefore I should be able to cheat on you, but you can't cheat on me, is not a good argument. And we're gonna get more into why that is in just a sec. But still, if? And that's a big, bold if. You're gonna use that. You can't really use that as a woman, because that's just not what science says about women. Here's the thing. What I'm pretty sure is happening is that Greg from the gym makes this author all hot and bothered. Sure, some people might think that he's too young for her, but when he's teaching those spin classes, he actually compliments her and makes her feel beautiful and desirable, which she hasn't felt like in a long time. It's exciting to think that a guy his age might genuinely be attracted to her. But she does know deep down that even if she could maybe sleep with Greg, he'd never actually commit to a woman like her in her 40s with kids from another man. She doesn't want to divorce her husband just to have a fling with Greg because then ultimately she'd end up alone, not getting any younger with an ever-growing list of failed relationships. But she also doesn't want to enter into an open marriage where both her and her husband can sleep around because then what if he meets someone younger and hotter than she is and then they fall in love? It would be the same outcome her alone again. Only women should get to sleep around. Also, also feminism. Feminism also says, so wouldn't it be great if somehow there were a way to justify only her cheating? Hmm, maybe, maybe science. Yes, science says only women can cheat. Also. Also, feminism. Feminism also says she can sleep with Greg. As Martin says, quote, female sexuality used to be women being sexy for men. That was how it was in Hollywood. That was how it was wherever men had power. It was very heteronormative and male-focused. Now, thanks to Me Too and activists and journalists, we're seeing female sexuality is its own thing, not an extension of male desire. She concludes that, quote, why is it better to get a divorce and move on when you simply decide, I don't fancy him anymore, or the spark is gone? 
What a trail of destruction you might save yourself from creating if you said instead, is there something we can do here? If we have a pleasure revolution and start to put female sexual pleasure at the center of our sexual universe, there's a case to be made that that could change relationships outside the bedroom as well. I hope so. We'll have to see. It's a, I'll use the term once more, bold move to take the Me Too movement, which was started to confront sexual assault, and use it to try to justify cheating on your husband because feminism, but hey, if nothing else, this Wednesday Martin seems like a bold woman. But as cringy, inconsiderate, and straight up out of touch as this author might be, this isn't the first attempt we've seen to justify female infidelity. A while ago, we did an entire segment about a different book which seriously claimed that the reason why women cheat on their husbands is because they love their husbands. As Chelsea Richel wrote for The Independent, quote, women cheat on their husbands out of love and a desire to save their marriages, according to a new book. Alicia Walker, a Missouri State University professor, made the surprising claim in The Secret Lives of Cheating Wives after a year of interviewing unfaithful women. Rather than giving into sexual urges with men other than their husbands for fun, the majority of women Walker spoke to said they seek sexual relationships outside of their marriages because they are not having their physical needs met by their husbands and feel this is the only way to save their marriage. Surprisingly, many of the women Walker interviewed revealed that having their orgasm needs met made them better wives and better mothers, and their biggest concern was protecting their marriage. Ladies, you can try to justify it to yourselves and to the world however you like, but cheating on your husbands will never be okay and it will certainly never be an act of love or something that makes you a better wife. And before we go any further into why these excuses trying to justify infidelity are so gosh dang ridiculous and infuriating, I first want to tell you about an awesome company called L. L, that's the letter L, is a period and personal care company that's focused on giving you organic period care products without these sky high organic prices. L makes tampons, pads, and liners with organic cotton and without the use of chlorine, pesticides, or fragrances because they believe a natural product product just makes sense. They're making their award-winning organic period care products easily accessible to you and to women around the world who need them. Because for every L product you purchase, one is made accessible to a woman or girl who needs it. To date, they've made over 200 million products accessible and counting. And when you get L, you're a part of helping that movement grow. You can find L at your local Target. It's the best looking packaging on the shelf. Look for a clear canister with a gold lid or white bags with a gold circle on the front. And if you go online, what's really cool is that Elle also has a subscription service that delivers products to you monthly. So be sure to check them out at the words this is and then the letter L.com slash Lauren. Now I know that because both of the articles we're talking about are focused on women cheating, there may be some guys out there who are inclined to say, see, I told you, unfaithful women, you can't trust them. The truth is though that both men and women suck equally and cheat at similar rates. According to one YouGov survey of British adults, 20% of men and 19% of women reported ever having an affair. The main reasons they reported having these affairs, however, were different. Both men and women claimed to have felt flattered by the attention, but women were more likely to report being emotionally deprived in their relationships and men being dissatisfied with their sex lives. So despite what these authors and, ironically, some misogynists might say, 
no, women are not more naturally inclined to cheat than men. Obviously, the vast majority of people, thank goodness, still think it's wrong to sleep with someone other than your partner. And even if they did have a hall pass, they wouldn't want to use it because they love their partner. But still, under modern third-wave feminism, all types of debauchery are being excused under the guise of female empowerment. Of course, being in a long-term relationship or marriage does not mean that all of a sudden you stop being attracted to good-looking people of the opposite sex. But that doesn't mean that people can't be happy and monogamous any more than cake being delicious means that people can't be happy and skinny. As humans, higher beings, evolved creatures, not animals, we don't need to give into every single carnal urge we have in order to be fulfilled. I know this may come as a shock to some in our culture which is increasingly hedonistic, but not every urge we have is good for our long-term health or necessary for our happiness. And besides, these people are trying to justify their infidelity by saying they have to cheat in order to be sexually fulfilled, but the truth is most married people are sexually satisfied with their spouses. And maybe the real reason why these women are cheating is that is that they're hoes. I normally wouldn't use that kind of language, but you know, these women are cheating on their husbands and seemingly trying to encourage other women to do the same, so no point in mincing words. But seriously, although our culture loves to tell women that more sex with more partners is always the answer, data does show that being promiscuous has real consequences on your long-term relationships. As one study, which looked at almost 30 years of data, reported, women who have only slept with their partners are the most likely, at 64%, to report being very happy in their marriages. The data also shows that the more sexual partners women have had, the less likely they are to report being very happy in their marriages. And we see a similar pattern with men as well. Overall marital happiness is very closely tied to sexual satisfaction within that marriage. And the thing with sex is that, like many other things, it's easy to become desensitized to it. If you train yourself in your 20s to get used to new sexual partners every few months, or heck, every few weeks, of course you're gonna find it hard to be in a marriage with only one partner for the rest of your life. People who have had more sexual partners before they get married are more more likely to report being unhappy in their marriages, and people who are more unhappy in their marriages are more likely to cheat. Those are all facts, stone-cold facts, and although I haven't found any studies specifically about this, it wouldn't surprise me at all to find a direct correlation between promiscuity before marriage and infidelity in marriage. For example, Wednesday Martin, Miss Christmas cheating past herself, admits to struggling with monogamy herself in her 20s. And I think we all know what struggling with monogamy means. She, she probably slept around. And to anyone who's worried that saying no to promiscuity means you'll be missing out on all the really good sex, highly religious couples who aren't really known for their sexual promiscuity are the most likely to strongly agree to being satisfied with their sexual relationship with their partner. Long story short, cheating is not a nice thing to do and you don't need to cheat to be sexually satisfied within a marriage. If you are contemplating cheating on your partner, instead of trying to justify the concept of infidelity, why don't you try asking yourself why exactly you're feeling this urge? Most likely it's because of deeper problems within your relationship, which 
won't be solved by sleeping with someone else, or it's because of promiscuous conditioning, which, by the way, comes with a whole host of emotional side effects and, which again, will not be solved by sleeping with someone else. In any case, I would love to know what you guys think. Why do you think some women are actually trying to defend infidelity now, and do you think it's possible for someone who has previously cheated to later genuinely embrace monogamy? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.